everybody. Welcome back to The Scoop Podcast. We are so excited to have you today. Today, we have a very special guest, Natasha van der Merwe, an actress, a singer, a dancer, jack of all trades when it comes to all things art. And I am especially excited today because I've been a big fan of her for as long as I can remember. So it's really nice to have you on the podcast today. How did you get started with the arts? So, interesting story. I basically, well, I mean, started dancing at the age of three. And um, I loved performing from a young age. Uh, I think back when I was growing up, singing and dancing, musical theatre wasn't very big in our country. So it was either, you know, you did dancing or you know, singing wasn't really an option not an option, but it wasn't something that was as um, reachable um, as, as these days. But I think, yeah, so I was performing from a young age and I think getting involved in the arts itself, I actually, interestingly enough, was going to become a pilot. And myself and audience decided to have a divorce, an amicable one, but I needless to say, left science behind in the trip and went over to business economics and then after that I ended up actually going to the Waterfront Theatre School to study and yeah so that's how my journey into the arts started much old, when I was uh, much older or after school but from a young age I did all the school plays I sang in the choir um, anything culturally I was I was always involved in and enjoyed it um, I think growing up it wasn't ever on my radar as something that you could pursue as a career but the closer I got to matric and realized this is maybe something I do want to do and veering away from being a pilot, I ended up studying musical theatre, dance and drama at Waterfront Theatre School. Wow, that's actually a very unconventional start to being the arts as your career. So for you, what was your first big role when you were like, oh my word, I have made it? Your, um, I have made it has never really crossed my mind. I think I'm still even in the role that I'm in now with Set Twisted, I wouldn't say, oh my gosh, I've made it. Uh, it's just, I think something that I, I'll i never get to, hopefully from a healthy perspective as well. Um, maybe if I hit Hollywood, but uh, I think for me, it just keeps one grounded and, and healthy to continue wanting to achieve and, and, um, and gain other experiences, you know. Our field is so vast and there's so many things I still want to achieve that I don't I don't look at myself having gone made it. But in terms of my big role from a television perspective, uh Susie on Set Wisted is by far my biggest. And um from a theater perspective, I my very first proper proper lead was um Die van Ordes van Groetwer with Peter Dirk Eis, so I played Dolla van Arde. Um, but my musical theatre lead was probably, I played Tiger Lily and Peter Pan the Panto, and that was a lot of fun, but I would say a, a proper big lead for me was Saturday Night Fever. I played Stephanie Mangano. That's, that's very interesting, and it's actually so crazy that I'm talking to you. This is not on the script, but I'm so crazy that I'm talking to you because I watch you every day as Susie, <laughs> every yes. single day. And it's just so crazy that I'm actually talking to you. So it's just, it's mind-blowing. No, I'm so, it's, you know, again, you know, situations like this are so interesting because 
I'm just a normal human, you're just a normal human, and I know that I, I'm in your lounge every night. But it's very special for me to, to have interactions like this. And that's why from the day you asked me, even though it took us four years to schedule <laughs> something, I, I didn't want to not do it because, um, yeah, I enjoy doing things like this. And, and I think you guys have a great um, product and a great sort of concept. And I'm, I'm super, super happy that I do get to chat to you. And um, even if it's not part of the script, throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. So how did you become Susie? How did you get onto St. Worcester? That is an interesting story. So funnily enough, I, I actually know, um, I, I, I know a few of the people, obviously I know people in the television industry, but I'm very good friends with Marku. And um, I had actually just shot a movie for Homebrew called Woke, and it was the same producers as the um, St. Worcester. And I happened to ask, um, or I had inquired about working through some scripts. And he said, yeah, sure, I'll send you some St. Worcester scripts, it's no issue. And I've auditioned for a lot of soapies in Joburg. And then I thought, cool, well, let me just have a look at a St. Worcester script. And, you know, I was doing a lot of self-tapes at the time. And I decided, let me work through the St. Worcester ones. And he actually said, oh, it's interesting, there's a role that's coming up um, that they haven't cast for yet. Um, and I sent through my tapes, and I know they've been auditioning. Um, and it just so happened that the casting director got my tapes and put them through to the producers, and the producers were like, oh, we've just seen her shot with her in work. Um, let's fly her down for a screen test. And funny story, um, a dear friend of mine passed away on my birthday in 2020. And she, it was her sixth, the six month anniversary of her death on the 9th of February. And it was the same day I was flying in for the audition for the screen test. And I had her tree of life necklace around my, my chest. And I was wearing it that day. And the first thing I saw when I walked onto the studio floor was a tree of life bangle, which was part of the props in, in the Aptiak. And I walked in and I saw it and I was just like, this means so much. And it's, it's such a special moment. And I just, I felt good about the audition. I didn't know what the outcome, outcome was going to be, but it went really well. And yes, that's how I got the role of Susie. And yes, I know. Your story just keep getting better and better. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's actually amazing. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing. What has it been like to release your first single and becoming a singer? Yes, so I um basically it's it's been an incredible journey and one that I've never expected. I didn't think in a million years it would end up here, but also it's something I've always wanted to do. I just never thought this would be the route of my destination or, or the route of the journey rather. Um so I think yeah, it's been a lot of fun, um, a lot of hard work. And I think for me, um I I just know growing up what music has meant to me and what a huge role it played in my life. So I'm hoping that if I can inspire just one person with my song's lyrics or, you know, when you really love a song and it just fits to the phase of your life and what's happening and it speaks to you, it might be about something completely different to what the person's written the song for, but it's hitting home for you because of what you're going through, just a line or a lyric or something. Um, and if I can have that impact on just one person, then I'm, 
I know what it's done for me. So hopefully it can it can do that for somebody else. And yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with the next one. I'm going to be introducing a TikTok challenge for this one. So hopefully I get to see you uh, <laughs> on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But there is also a competition and prizes that you can win, which is very cool. But yeah, it should be lack of fun. Yeah. Yeah, your first song, Home Fuss, is an absolutely beautiful song. From the first time I listened to it, it was it was I think it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever listened to. You could actually feel the emotion and the meaning in the song. It's not just one of those generic songs where they're just singing and there's just like a bit of like do 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 in the background. You can actually feel the emotion and how beautiful Thank the song you. is. So I can't wait for the next one. The next, yeah. Yeah. And again, sorry about that. That's <laughs> that's being called to said. Um I think also um for for you know the next one it's again my thing it's slightly more up tempo and obviously there's going to be a bit of dancing uh, from a from a challenge perspective but not a the actual lyrics and the vibe of the song is still very poignant and real and I actually speak about in, not a serious topic but a, a topic that's quite prevalent in my life currently and the season I'm in um not having met my future husband or partner um and and how society has led us to believe that, you know, but why aren't you married with five children and a white picket fence? And me going, well, I'm not prepared to settle, so I'm going to wait. Yes, I think it's a very important message. I think a lot of people do struggle with that and trying to fit this mold. And if you're not in this mold, then something's mm -hmm. wrong with you. So I think... Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very beautiful that you are using music in a way to touch so many people. I just think it's absolutely amazing. And I'm very Thank excited, you. very excited to listen to the next one to add it to my playlist. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so why did you decide to get into music in the first place? Um, music specifically, um, I would say... It's again, just the fact that I've I've always grown up dancing and then have moved a lot into musical theater. And so it's just been a part of me. And I've always, I've always enjoyed it. Um, and like I say, the, the impact I know it's had on my life, um, getting getting into it was again something I wanted to do, but how it ended up, I would never have guessed in a million years. And it's been it's been incredible. So I've really, I've really been very blessed. Um and again, everything in God's timing, because I don't think the time would have been right if I'd attempted to do it previously. But I also got to a phase in my life of trusting the process and going, everything's going to work out like it should. Yes, I can go and do things and I can branch out and I can reach out, but eventually somewhere it's going to work out. And it did. And um yeah, very, very blessed to be here and, and looking forward to the journey ahead. That's that's very true. And I think we just because you're not getting something at a specific time that other people are doesn't mean you can't have it. Um, sure. Yeah, so I think that's really important. So what is next for you besides your next song? Is there anything you can hint about that's next for you? Gosh, um, my music and... Hopefully, oh, I know what I can say that's coming up. Namibia, I'm, I'm gigging in Namibia next week, which is going to be super exciting. And I do have one or two other gigs lined up 
hopefully in Cape Town sometime in July, which I will announce on my socials. But um, for now, Susie is doing her thing. And jylle mense moet my net elke aand gaan kyk en sien wat gaan gebeur. But, um, but I'm still very happy here and I love um, I love the role I get to portray and I, I, I really do enjoy my set with the family a lot. So it's it's a really, really great environment and I, I'm very passionate about uh, what I do um, on all spheres, but particularly where I'm at now, I'm very grateful for the season and um, yeah, loving it, just taking it day by day and enjoying it. Well, good luck for Namibia. I, when I saw it, I was like, can she not come to Cape Town? Like, I want to meet you. <laughs> You will, you will. You're definitely going to meet me because you're going to see when my next gig is and then I'm sure we can make a plan, definitely. So last but not least, what do you hope is next for Susie? (gasps) Sure, what I hope and what the writers have organised or or decided for her are two different things. We don't actually ever know. Um, We get our scripts about a month in advance and you can read that far in advance or you can read as you go. Um, everyone's sort of process is different um I what I would love for her I think maybe just to sort of um hopefully the writers give her something that's um quite deep or something that's um different to what people have seen in the last couple of years um but they're always coming up with the most incredible ideas and storylines and I'm really looking forward. There is one storyline that I can't talk about mm-hmm. that is coming up that should be fun. And um, and then, yeah, after that, who knows? But so far, so good. And, yeah, we'll just keep, uh, keep uh, hopefully, keeping the viewers entertained. Oh, well, I'm very excited to see what happens next with Susie. Thank you so much for joining us today, even though it was a bit of a rocky road <laughs> to say okay. that. Slight technical, technical difficulties, but you know what? We got through it and we are here and I am in it to win it. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, um, to our listeners out there, if you have a story or somebody that you'd like to nominate to join us for an episode of The Scoop, please send it to us, DM us, email us, anything. We're always looking to hear everybody's stories, not just the stuff. I just want to say thank you very much for having me. And um, yeah, I really, really appreciate it. It's been super lucky. And I know that I'm going to get to meet you in person. And if you see me anywhere, come running up to me and just say, it's Hannah. And then I will know. But um, no, I just want to also say thank you to all your listeners and people, please keep supporting. And I think what uh, what you guys are doing is fantastic. And um, I will definitely try and think of a few people and send them your way. But just to everyone else out there, thank you so much for all those that have supported so far and shown my shown me some love on the Susie front and on the singing front. But um, and to all those that that hopefully hop on the bandwagon, thank you as well. So very much appreciated.